Hello and welcome to a special mini bonus episode of We Love Books, where it's time to tell you a story. <clears throat> Once upon a time, a very, very long time ago, well, about two months, hundreds of young writers from all around the country set off on a quest to enter the We Love Books writing competition. The young writers had to overcome massive obstacles like deadlines and word limits and ultimately faced the four-headed monster that was the judging panel. These valiant young authors wrote in two categories. Third and fourth class tackled the theme of Go Wild. While fifth and sixth class wrestled with the theme Your What? Some wrote about vampires and werewolves. Some wrote about botanists and bunnies. Some were sweet. Some were twisted. Some were downright evil. Seriously, there are a lot of creative kids out there. And now, it is time to find out who our winners are. Drum roll, please. Oh, come on, a bit more of a drum roll on that. Okay, okay, enough drums. In the Go Wild category for third and fourth class, our four highly commended entries came from Ava Durham from Holy Child National School in Nace, Emmett Staunton from Clonmelon National School, Mary Aining Huff from Carysford National School, Kate Hosey from Ballybryan National School, and our overall first place winner for the Go Wild category was Lola Mae McCormack from Skull Ignodge. In the Your What category, our four highly commended entries were by Noah Cooper from Ballantyre Educate Together, Zoe O'Grady from St. Bridget's National School, Aoife Brett Grout from Skull Ida, Oscar Fulham from Glasnevin Educate Together National School. And our overall winner from the 5th and 6th class category was Nora Tinney from Rathmichael Parish National School. Congratulations to all of our winners. Of course, there were so many fantastic stories and I know all of the judges wished we could reward them all. The talent was exceptional. The standard was shockingly high. And don't forget that due to the coronavirus, everyone around the country was at home writing into us. So we had a lot more entries than even we were expecting. So if your story wasn't picked this time, please, please, please do not be disheartened. We had so many amazing stories that we really wish we could have picked. Speaking of our judges, though, I think it's time to introduce you to them. I'm Dave Rudden, author of the Knights of the Bar Dark Trilogy. I'm Jenny Murray. I'm the Deputy CEO of Children's Books Ireland. I'm Anne Gannon, and I'm the librarian in Charavamala Library. And I'm Neve McManus. I make the We Love Books podcast, and I love stories. For me, I was looking for a really great story that gripped and excited me. One that had a clear idea of where it was going and one that showed the personality and heart of the writer as well as their writing skills. Let's find out what Jenny, Anne and Dave were looking for. I was looking for something that had a very clear beginning, middle and end 
I love a story being introduced to me, but I do like to see it revolved. And the other element I was genuinely looking for was for humor and fun, because I think in the times we are in now, I think that's what I really wanted was somebody to make me laugh. The beginning obviously grips you, you know, straight away. You want to get into the story straight away. And most kids are really good at that. They get in straight away. They don't give you any big backstory. They just get straight in. A lot of them then veered away into somewhere else. And then what was really, really promising maybe didn't go where it was coherent that you could, you know, listen to it being read on the radio. That was one thing I suppose that was in the back of my mind that at the end of the day, they're going to be read out on the radio rather than written on the page. And while that wasn't the main criteria by any means, uh, to a certain extent, it was about hearing the story going through from this catchy beginning to whatever happens in the middle and then an end that makes some kind of coherent sense. Originality, I suppose, as well. That That's a tricky one because nothing, I suppose, is really original. We're all drawing from something else, from somewhere else. But some of the writers really did have a way of just bringing in an idea that you think, oh my goodness, yeah, that is a real child's point of view, I suppose, you know, where you're, you're just getting this view of the world or what could happen with no holes barred and that kind of... Um, excitement i suppose really what i was looking for i guess can be broken down into three things first of all i'm looking for that sort of fierce and confident storytelling you don't have a lot of time with a short story to make an impression so straight out of the gate as has been said uh, very wisely uh, by everyone else that you need it to to grab you you need to be exciting you need to feel like you're being taken on a journey by this person and that kind of has to be there from the very first line the second thing you need is that imagination and that energy refined and this is something that is hugely important when you get published and much later that you don't just pour your heart and soul out onto the page and then send it in you have to go back and you have to refine it and you have to make sure the beginning and the end match up you have to make sure that your characters come across well you have to make sure that your story holds together it can be hard in that first moment where it's all coming out like ingenious and gun smoke and it's really exciting to remember that the person reading your story can't see the inside of your head so if you leave something out because well you know it because you're the author that other person can't pick it up like the worst really great stories that only fell at the last hurdle simply because the person writing them had maybe missed out on one little detail or hadn't completely gotten their plot across. So you're looking for this volcanic eruption of energy and charisma and a story, but you're also looking for that sort of clinical eye to go back and make sure that it makes sense. The final thing that I was looking at, for me, I was looking to see whether the person writing the story had the competition in mind for example there were some very very good stories but they'd kind of bitten off almost more than they could chew you're really looking to see whether the person had the, the competition in mind whether it was the the title or whether it was you know there were some stories that were very strong but there was almost like they tried to pack in an entire novel into the 500 word word limit and that ended up with them leaving things out so yeah i was kind of looking for that trifecta is something really imaginative 
but also polished and precise and something that was for this competition. Well, that's a lot of things to be looking for and our winners encapsulated all of those aspects. Here's Jenny and Anne and they're talking about our winning story in the Go Wild category, which is called Going Wild in Lockdown and it's written by Lola May McCormack. It was just so of the moment in many ways, you know, it was there and oh my God, this is what everyone's going through. But the writer took it with a a lot of humour, sort of twisted the story around and made it into this environmental kind of theme and there was a moral to the story. It kind of ticked all the boxes. For me, I loved the fact that it wasn't blatantly obvious if it was a boy or a girl who had written it. I think that the story mentions brothers, but we're not very clear on who the main character is, which I thought was great. I love, love, love the humour and the fact that they compare, you know, everybody in this situation, you know, confined to home, um, you know, to animals in the zoo and like how wild we're all going to go when it when it all ends. I just thought that was really, really clever and they carried it through without really hammering at it. Do you know what I mean? It was sort of just done with a light touch and I thought that was really nice and it was funny. It was really good fun and you could just see the whole scene so clearly. It was brilliant. It was really, really excellent. Here's Dave talking about our winning story in the older category for fifth and sixth class. It was called A Final Gift by Nora Tinney. This story perfectly encapsulated the three things I was talking about earlier. It is a full and complete story. It makes total sense. There is nothing left out. It doesn't feel rushed. When you're writing, you want to imagine your storytelling voice as a camera lens and you zoom in uh, right into somebody's head so you can hear their thoughts and then you pull back to show like a huge landscape. This author just had that skill and that is something that you can learn and that's something that you can practice over years. But this author effortlessly guided us through a very personal story about a, a kid losing their grandmother and dealing with that, but also wove in this larger environmental story and showed us exactly what we needed to know to make sense of these two very different pictures and how they came together. So they packed so much into 500. It was like looking at an expertly packed suitcase. Everything was there, everything made sense. And it was beautiful. It was at a real emotional core to it. So you've heard why our overall category winners reached the top spot. But what are the judges' top tips for nabbing that prize? It's really that you just have to, to keep going because it is only one story on one day and, and the majority of people that are published don't get published on their first go. You know what I mean? Like somebody like J.K. Rowling, I actually can't remember how many refusal letters. It's it's in the 40s, I think. Like the amount of times her book, like Harry Potter, was refused publication is, is like goes down in history now. Is You know, it's a really famous story and so many authors that are published would tell you the same thing. And that the advice they would all give you is not to give up, to keep writing. And by the more you write, the better you will become. And the other thing is to read, like to read so much because you can tell immediately anybody who reads a lot from what they write because of how they write something and how they compose a scene and maybe how they put the dialogue down on paper. So I think those sorts of things are just really, really important to read, 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 but also just to stay writing and and just don't be disheartened because it might be the theme. It might have been all sorts of things, you know what I mean? And just and just to keep going. And there's so many competitions out there um, and just to keep your eye out for them because 
you know, they're great things to enter. And it's really important just to, I would just say to stay writing, really, I would. Just keep doing it. I remember um, when, when Jenny and I were talking about it, there was, I think there were two stories in particular that I kind of went, I was imagining myself as a commissioning editor and I was going, I want to talk to this writer. I want to talk to them. Um, this story isn't the winner, but I really want to talk to this writer and, and match them with an editor and send them off because they had such fantastic ideas. They just didn't get them down on the page coherently enough for a competition. But there was something there. There was definitely something there. And as Dave said, you know, use it as practice, learn from it and try again. And, and maybe there'll be a different topic. Join a writing group, you know, whatever you want to do and, and keep doing it. I would like you to look at this conversation Competition, whether you just entered it, whether you placed in it, whether you thought about entering it and never got your uh, entry together for it, I want you to look at this as practice, okay? When you play a video game, it is incredibly unlikely that you're going to clear the first level your first time. It's the same with a competition. This is about you learning how it feels to achieve a deadline, to write a short story. That, that really scary thing, it's really scary to send your work out. Like I still get very nervous when I submit work for competitions or to my publisher. That's all about practice. If you've entered this competition, you now know what it feels like. You're now not going to be as scared to do it again. And I urge you to keep trying. Like I you know, was the judge for this category. Um, I had a very specific thing in mind for this competition. Just because it didn't work out for you this time does not mean with another judge, with another competition, with another another Dave, um, it might not work out. So view this as practice. This is step one on your journey to becoming a published author. So there you have it. That is a sneak peek into the minds of the judges of our We Love Books writing competition here on RTE Junior Radio. Congratulations to our winners. You'll be able to hear all 10 of their stories on the We Love Books podcast going forward. They've won a studio tour and recording session in RTE, a number of surprises on the day. And for our overall category winners, our very generous friends at Children's Books Ireland are giving them €250 worth of books for their school. A sincere thank you to all of the kids who wrote their wonderful stories for us. We had so many fantastic entries and we really do mean it when we say we wish we could have chosen so many more. If you want more detailed writing tips, Dave Rudden has a 10-part series of them in episodes 1 to 10 of We Love Books. So if you're getting geared up to enter the competition next year, or maybe if you find another competition that you would like to enter, that is not a bad place to start. I'm Neve McManus. This is a We Love Books mini bonus episode. Keep imagining, keep writing, and until next time, happy reading. (laughs) 